Motorcycles and Misfits, coming to you from the Recycle Garage in blazing hot, sunny Santa Cruz, California, and it's Memorial yes. Day weekend. People are out there like crazy, you guys. I went down to the beach. Oh my God. Thousands of people are down there, but the beach was closed. Yeah. So they're on the sidewalks because they drove here. And they're like playing football and having barbecues and walking around and like just oh my god because they it's can't go on today, the beach. But the beach is oh, called. Yeah. Today is called Vector Day. Vector Day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yes, crazy. It's the first day of the second wave. Valley, <laughs> so, go home. Hey everyone, we are what are we calling this week nine yeah. of the uh, COVID casts, I believe. Um, uh, ten, I think actually. Is it ten? Wow. I think so. Yeah, I, I go by my hair. Time flies in the I got the Rona yeah. hair going. Ten yeah. weeks. I got Eight. I got three months of growth here. <laughs> I know. Hey everyone, so bring the beard back. This yeah. is Eliza with us tonight. You've got Miss Emma. Hello, darlings, and greetings from sunny Monterey, California. There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, the whistle is back. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And uh, thank you, um, I, Jim. I'm not sure if he has his pants on, but he's he's at least put his shirt on. It's the best we can ask for. Yeah. It's Jim. Naked Jim. Yes. The, the pants do ebb and flow like the tide here in Santa Cruz. <laughs> Let's see what the moon is. We'll see what the moon is. All right. Up? What's up? And of course, everyone's favorite ginger, it's Bagel. Oh, behave. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Charles. Uh, what's his name? Charles. Uh, Austin Powers. Oh, Austin Powers. <clears throat> I was going to say the center square. Uh, Charles Nelson <laughs> Riley. Isn't that who that was? No, no. <laughs> All right. Was, uh, do I make you horny, baby? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was like the least British thing you could ever say. Oh, do I make you horny, baby? Do I? Uh, you're say, no, you got to say it with the teeth. Got to do the teeth thing. <laughs> All right. And then coming up last, wearing a, uh, a new accessory. It's Knock. What's up? It's my bling sling. What you wearing there, Knock? <laughs> oh, it's a, uh, it's a sling. It's a shoulder sling. It's a uh, immobilization device. Yeah. So strap the, on as it were. The <laughs> new fashion. <laughs> so, yeah, for... For those who haven't heard, uh, because we didn't really make it public or anything, um, Knock had yeah. a, a get off, we'll call it. Yeah. He, he and the bike a... parted ways. And uh, this time you got the ouchies. Yeah, it was a, it was a, in rocketry terms, rapid uh, unplanned disassembly. <laughs> <laughs> rapid, un is? rapid unintended deceleration. Uh, there you go. It's a run. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's not the falling, it's the rapid deceleration that gets it. Yep. You, you sent it, right? So you forgot the tuck before the roll, <laughs> didn't you? I, I didn't tuck enough. Didn't mm. tuck enough. I didn't tuck enough. So not. Usually pretty good with that. 
So give us a list of the damage. Oh, on me? Yeah, you. Three bones, uh, collarbone, uh, ribs two, three, four, and my big toe on the left side. Oh, it's oh, the big nasty. toe, not the little toe? Yeah. Ooh, the big oh. toe. Oh, man. Which, uh, which injury hurts the most? Right now, it's the big toe. Yeah. Oh, fucking so toes, man. Yeah, there's there's like a lot of uh, circulation's kind of weird right now. It's bruised as fuck, and it's turning colors. Yeah. And but you have yeah. those big-ass dirt bike boots, don't you? I had my sport bike boots on. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Well, you definitely keep that. So supermoto and sport bike boots don't work? Not this time. You know, true story. People who are missing their big toes just fall over. Yeah. Yeah. The toe is very Probably. important. Yeah. More important than you think. I know. And definitely keep that keep that iced and rested uh, and elevated oh, too. Yeah. 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 So it dude, yeah, sorry, and you even got to spend a night in the hospital because uh, you had a punctured lung too, right? Uh no, I had a uh, they have the, it's what's called a pneumothorax, which is oh. similar and it's not as severe. Uh it's a bruised lung. Oh, okay. So what happens is when the ribs pushed into my chest cavity it yeah. uh it gave me a little squeeze like a juice box you know like a, yeah oh. <laughs> so what happened Doc? What, what what happened what caused so, this rapid deceleration okay so i went grocery shopping on the green bike i got home oh good That's timing <laughs> yeah and then i was like oh shit i forgot to get ginger because i was making like indian food like chicken tikka masala so I was like, all right, fuck, I still have my sport bike shit on. And uh, I decided to go grab Ginger. Come back. I took the XR. I came oh. back. I'm literally less than 35 feet from my driveway. And I do a, hey, I'm home, baby. I have arrived wheelie. Like literally <laughs> a two-foot goose. Like, woo! Like a woo! You know what I mean? Like a Ric Flair, woo! And then... <laughs> So the front came down. I knew the front end was going to come down violently, but I didn't realize how violently it came down. And I guess, in retrospect, I think I might have hit the brakes uh, as it came down. Oh. And so the front end either locked up or washed up as it contacted, and it just went slam. It just whipped me right to the ground. Yikes. And I've had crashes like that before where I kind of knew the split second it was happening. I rolled a little bit more, but... This was happening faster than I remember it to happen, and it, it just caught me off guard. And uh, like I didn't, I like, like I slid like three, four feet maybe, but that was like twenty-five, maybe even thirty miles an hour within that space. And uh, I hit the ground, and I was thinking, oh yeah, this one's bad. And so like <laughs> no. I'm on the side, and I'm going. Anybody remember the great crush lady on the internet? No. Okay, there's this video of a lady who's mm. smashing grapes, and uh, <laughs> she fell. She fell off. She fell oh, off. Oh yes, I remember. Yes. Yeah, it was and like a newscaster. Going, yeah, and she's going. Ugh. I sounded exactly <laughs> like her. Oh no! Was the great crush lady. I was on the ground going, Ugh. I was like, oh my God, I'm the great crush lady. Uh. <laughs> I'm going, oh my God, this really sucks. And I can't yep. remember how long I was on the ground for, but at first I was completely conscious, but like, I was like, I couldn't see. Like, I was like, how come I can't see right now? Is it that bad? And, and 
uh, by the time I came or uh, was more cognizant, some guy had already called the police, uh, uh, emergency services. And at that point, I kind of like hobbled my way up and I realized, oh, yeah, my shoulder's off. Wait. Oh, yeah, my toe's off. Did you get a free ride in the hospital? I got an ambulance ride, what? man. All right. First ride in a meat wagon. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, how was, uh, how was yeah, the scene they, at the yeah. hospital? Huh? How was the scene at the hospital? Was it quiet? Was it nutty? What was it like? It was quiet. It was a Thursday afternoon. It was like five or six ish. Uh, it got a little bit more exciting. Maybe I'll talk about a little bit more about that. But yeah, I uh, apparently one of the neighbors saw it happen, or one of the uh, businesses across the street saw it, and he uh, called the emergency services, and he got me in a chair to sit on, and the the emergency services were like there immediately because. Like right around yeah. the corner where I live, there are just people like ODing all the time. Yeah, that is true. And, and, and they always they they're always there all the time and they're frequent. And so like immediately, like less than like five minutes or something, it was crazy. And so they uh started taking my vitals and all that stuff, and I told them, Oh yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to take this jacket off of me. And so they cut oh, off no. my uh, Oh no, they oh. No, oh. not the good jacket. I had a jack it was uh it was my summer jacket, fortunately. Okay. Well, it was okay. a cheap one that I found, or somebody was gift was given to me, and they cut off the left sleeve and they pulled me out of that thing, and then they uh, took off my left boot and uh, and took, like I said, they took my vitals and they put me in the wagon. At that point, uh, the cops had already came, and my garage door was fucking open. Like I said, I was twenty five feet away from it. Oh no! I was like, yeah, could you like just put the bike in the garage, please? Like, oh. Uh, like great Christmas style. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, they put it in there and then they That's got cool. my information and they carted me off to the fucking uh, ER, man. Admitted me, yeah. So and, uh, I got questions now. So hmm. we already established what happened to your bike. Mm-hmm. You were okay because normally they just leave the bike in the side of the road. Yeah. Um, are you going to get busted by the cops for it? No, because nobody actually saw it happen. Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't do it. The guy who called the services only heard a scrape and a brr, and then a, uh, uh. dude, I think the grape crush lady just crashed a bike. Yeah, somebody smashing grapes was making fucking wine on the street. Like, oh my god! So I uh, had the right of Vespa to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, uh, fucking, yeah, they took me to the ER, and the ambulance ride was super chill. Uh, her, the ambulance driver's name was Morgan. She was amazing. And uh, Jimmy, who's the guy, the EMT was taking care of me, he was pretty awesome, too. He was just asking me all the questions, who are you, what day is it, and how's your pain on the level of this and that. And, and at that point, it was like six or seven, but I was like, all right, I can tough it out. Let's go to the ER. By the time I got to the ER, I was like at a nine. I was like, oh, dude, just load me up full of drugs, baby. You know, so. And then the, the ER nurse there, who's actually a traveling nurse, who actually rides a scooter. She rides a Vespa. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, we, we got to talking about it. And um, she gave me some Dilaudid, and I was a very happy boy. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll do business. it. I hope yeah, you so, wear the scooters from now on, Nock. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I, I, we were talking about it. I was all doped up talking about, yo, dude, scooters are the shit, you know. And like, <laughs> you friend. like oh, you make your doctor feel good right now. Let's be home. You know what I mean? Like all that nonsense. Totally. 
Look at the lot of so, I love scooters. I'm totally gonna buy a scooter when I get out yeah. of here. Yeah, well, I mean, shit, I can't use my left hand, so I might have to, you know. Hey, let me know. I'll hook you up. Yeah. So, um, as Nock was keeping me up to date on everything that was going on, and he said, oh, no, it looks like they're going to keep me overnight, I thought, you know, uh, you know, maybe um, it would be nice to have, like, a little go bag for each of the misfits. Something that, like, if something happens and you're going to be in the hospital, like, Something to keep you entertained. And, and so uh, for Knock, I'd been working on getting it together. And I was like, hey, I got a bag for you ready. It's got a, a porno mag, a salami, and an iPod with 90 soft rock. Because I figured that's all he needs to be entertained, right? That's your yeah, some hot I mean, sauce. I was like, you know, I was super cool with salami. I like made my cured meats and charcuterie. I like 90s jams. But I crank it with my left hand. <laughs> and so I couldn't do that that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, pain meds will do that go. too, Doc. It was the pain meds. That's all. Don't worry. Yeah. So I wanted to see if you guys can help me come up with go bags for all the rest of the misfits. <clears throat> so uh, I was working on this with Jim. For Emma, I think the best yes. go bag is going to be um, a, a, a repair manual, motorcycle repair manual. A makeup kit and a bottle of gin. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely perfect. perfect. That hours of fun. That's awesome. <laughs> hours of fun. And so for Jim, I figured uh, he needs a uh, flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> two. Can two count just as one thing? I got to put them together time. like a telescope. Just one isn't enough. <laughs> <clears throat> a DVD player with On Any Sunday. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and what would be his third thing? Well, you know, any care package for Jim must include underpants because of his singular <laughs> refusal to <laughs> ever wear them. So, you know, it, that's what we're trying to avoid. No, and, bo and, and board shorts. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah and board, board shorts. shorts right. <clears throat> Either that or a two-foot-long stencil bar. Yeah, like very specifically for Santa Cruz, a, a hat with a flat bill. <laughs> well, there you go. And, and anything with a rainbow on it. All right, you guys, we got to come up with a go bag. We got to come up with a go bag for bagel. All right, hold on. Um, a uh, a a. Let's see, what would keep him entertained? A subscription to Spankers Monthly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm definitely a wanker subscriber. Thank you very oh, much. Yes. <laughs> wanker International monthly illustrated. Wanker, Wanker's International. Well, I think Bagel okay. needs his own self-contained kitchen, or else he will starve to death in the hospital because he is not going to eat any of that shit. Right. You are <laughs> damn skippy right there. I'm going to say. Right. I'm going to say. A I'm vegetable gonna, garden. I'm yeah. going to say um, a, a bag of carrots, a yes. a Heinkel carburetor to clean. Yes. Just something yes. to disassemble. Yes. And, uh... Visit instructions in German. Well, and a German nurse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a German a hairy nurse. German she, nurse. She would be very precise. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we come up with for Mike? Award-winning Mike. Oh, oh shit. Well, we got to have an award, first of all. An award to wear around, just an award. Yes, for whatever landed him in the hospital, he gets an award. I think first off, 
No, a mirror is very, Ooh. very important uh, so he can check himself out. And a pack of colored pencils. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. a whole bunch of notes of people saying they approve because he likes validation. Oh, not something's happen, happening with your uh, audio. Uh, uh, my phone's getting hot, apparently. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Stick it in an ice cube. Um, all right. Yeah. How about... Uh, Cat. What I'm going to have to go uh, audio only here. Okay. Well, 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 what, what do we uh, come up with for cat? Oh, gosh. Mm. Let me think cat. I would say a, a black leather strappy harness with brass <laughs> fittings. <laughs> okay. And I think that's probably all she needs. Yeah, I'm good. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> and, and, some, and some candy and some gummies, some like sour gummy cherries. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, she crashed last time. I bought her a whole bunch of stuff, little therapy things to dig what sand. Was, and oh, yeah. What was that, what was that song? Oh, yeah. Water. Let's get her one of those little, um, those little Zen garden sand pits with a tiny rake. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, what was that song from ten or fifteen years ago? I smell sex and candy. I think that was written <laughs> oh, about right. cat. No, that was written about cat. <laughs> All right. You no, know, uh, can actually help deliver me some prune juice for the the norcas I'm taking, Not and nice. I think uh, uh, video games because she's into that shit too. Okay. Mm. Like yeah. um, Nock, mm. don't drink the prune juice. What you need to, I'll bring you some. You need to find somebody to go down to the dollar store, and you get the okay. Chinese diet tea. It comes <laughs> and you just make it's like a tea bag, and you make it up, and you have a couple of those a day. Oh the, man, you're, it's a, use it as right an enema. It's it. You might as well have a warm enema because <laughs> if you're on Norco's, you ain't pooping, honey. It's, yeah. it's just a gravity feed enema. Yeah, it's, it kind of is. But I'll bring okay. you some. It's an if that doesn't, if that doesn't sound good, knock. I'll just come over and you can teabag me, okay? <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a new sling. We'll figure something out, man. <laughs> Get uh, some straps. For, yeah. Two up a whole new meaning. For Charlie, <laughs> I came up with, um, in his go bag, it's going to be um, the book uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Yes. Um, a Game Boy. And a bag of Wonder Bread and bologna. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He, he seems of that generation to me. Just wonder, Brett. He would also he could also take something really complicated and mechanical and sit with it for a couple of days too. Give him like a, a two stroke engine. And yeah. Let me tell you something about Charlie before we, we move on. Today, Charlie appeared with a brand new rim and spokes for the back of his YZ two fifty. And I said to him, Right, there's the hub, there's the rim. This is how you do it. And he did it. Yeah. Nice. And he got it really good. You guys cool. were hard at work. Yeah, you did yeah. a good job. All right, guys. <clears throat> Who's packing a go bag for me? What's in it? Oh, mm. I would say a bucket of fried shrimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's Definitely. Be a lot of seafood mm. in your, um, I think, a subscription to farmersonly.com. Because you don't have to be lonely at Farmers, but for the girls, definitely a laptop with a Netflix account. Yeah. Yes, 
I would take a step up. I would say Google Glass. You can have the Google Glasses shit in case you couldn't use your arms. You could be like the like spy people and use your eyeballs to do the internet thing. Because <laughs> you would die without social media, Liza. Yeah, I, and I can, yeah. uh, you know what? Just a, a, I'd take a DVD player with the Spice Girls movie on it. I can just watch that over and over. <laughs> and I'm I was, happy. I was gonna say, That's true. I was While I'm say, eating you, my you, shrimp. We're back. And you're going to you're gonna have to take a uh, an evil Knievel stunt cycle with you too. And to an evil time, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, good, good one, good one. Oh yeah. See, I think we you need. A, I think we need to have these go bags ready to go. Prepared. Yeah. I'm go ahead and get mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case of emergency. <laughs> so, um, hey, you guys, uh, Jim and I went for an epic ride yesterday. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. What was that all about, man? It's really good. Well, you know what? Um. And and we both did question because we still have these stay in shelter orders, even though thousands of people came to Santa Cruz this weekend. You know, um, mm-hmm. like people are ignoring it. Um, people are ignorant. <clears throat> let's just say it. But but our plan was to avoid all of the masses and to take back roads, side roads, and dirt roads. Which we managed so we to were, do. Yeah, we were still hypocritical. I mean, at least that's where I kind of settled in. We're, we yes. were hypocritical. But we, we also did it all. You, you on, going- we did it on one tank of gas. Which those Africa twins can go. I mean, we were riding for six hours. I was down you guys end up in miles. Fresno or something? Or I, what? I still had 95 miles of gas left, 95 mile range on my bike. So um, you get sushi in Arizona? Is that what happened? No, no. It's one of those rides where you you're riding for six hours, but you 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 go like two hundred miles. Like your average speed mm. is like thirty seven. No, and, we and did. You were, and you weren't going where there were people, right? No, we avoided people. We did um, exactly. We did Elkhorn Slough. We did uh, River Road down to Gonzales, where we got our gas tank tacos. We did Gloria Road over to twenty five, and then we took that all the way up through Hollister um, to Gilroy. And instead of going up to Hecker Pass, there's a side road that's parallel to it that is dirt that brings you all the way up to uh, Madonna Road. Yeah, ridiculously mm-hmm. beautiful. It's like Eoc, oh, yeah. Redwood Forest. Going through the Redwoods, nice. dirt roads. We saw another guy there, you know, ADV dude. Like, what's up? Ridden. And then yeah. we did, um, is it Highland Road? The when you turn uh, right, Highland Mount Madonna. Summit, I don't know what. I, I, well, Summit turns into Highland up there. Yeah. Yeah, so that that, that right. whole dirt road that goes along the just the peak yeah. of the mountain range, and then yep. then we came down, uh, backtracked uh, to Coralitas, and then Freedom back up. Yeah, you took to, Eureka, you take Eureka Canyon down to Coralitas. Yeah, so yeah, basically just all yeah. these amazing roads. I was beat up, like I was tired oh, yeah. at the end of the day. Oh, that That's right along we didn't stop for that sausage at the end. I know, um, yeah. and and we, we were riding, so we were mindful of avoid people, don't make unnecessary stops. We stopped once for for lunch for tacos, which we ate outside on the street, and uh, we were riding like 90 percent. Yeah, don't push it. What a great great ride! But it gave us the idea for the next Moto food tour, and I think we oh, could yeah. do a. COVID safe adventure bike moto food tour. Hell yeah. That'll be pavement and dirt. And um, Mm. there are some places that you can stop like a taco truck on the side of the road. But then also there's things we can do like 
I was talking about um, ditching like watermelon into a, a little creek, right? So you can pull them out and have some cold watermelon. Um, we can buy some strawberries, some stuff that we can have with us to just pull out when we stop on the side of a road and everyone can keep distance and everyone can have some different foods that are locally grown. Um, I mean, we could bring a bunch of, of Gizditch pies with us. <clears throat> you know, yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of food trucks now, too. Really and cool for stuff. those of us who don't <clears throat> have a dual sport bike, yeah, you're I just street bike, you'll have a good time. <laughs> well, well, I, I yeah, that won't it. stop me, but mm-hmm. you'll yeah. remember what do you remember what happened the last time I rode the uh, the, the oh, yeah, dirt was, part of Summit Highland? I was with you on that, wasn't I? Yeah, 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 you remember what happened to my bike? <laughs> what did oh. something shake off? Yeah, my top case broke off. That's right. The top case broke off. (laughs) And I don't have a top case anymore, so I can ride it again. (laughs) Yeah. It is possible to, like, uh, Nock, you're you're muted. Nock has done it on his sport bike. Um, All of these roads, I've ridden with Nock on his sport bike. (laughs) Um, You just have to go slow. Bagel, you could do it on your scooter. Emma, I would not recommend you do it on any of your bikes. (laughs) It's just flat out. Emma, you don't have a beater bike that you could use? No. No, oh, I don't have beater bikes. Oh, you gotta get a beater bike. Shit, you gotta get one bureaucratic bike owner. But you know, um, you know who could come on this ride? Somebody with a um, if you if you take a bike and you like mod it out so it's like an adventure bike, like maybe like an adventure Grom. Mm. How rad would that be? In fact. That would be cool. Sheila. I know you're there, Sheila. I know you're there, Sheila. I can see you. You guys. I see you. Where's Sheila? Sheila? Oh, I see your microphone. Yeah, you got to yeah. unmute because she totally kitted out Am her I... Grom to make it an adventure Grom. Oh, let's see it. What's right. up, Sheila? Come on, Sheila. I know you're there. Have you figured out how to unmute yet, Sheila? Or are you choosing? Maybe she's going poop. Let's wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there Sheila. she is. She's done. Aha. Uh-huh. Sheila. Are you there? I can't see Sheila yet. No, I think her microphone isn't working. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, there goes knock. Is it yeah. one piece? Oh, Mikey. Yo, Mikey's hey, Mikey. here. Yo, what's up? You guys you don't doing? got this shit on multiple view? What? Yep, yep. What? what? Did you shave recently, Mike? Why are you so like, clean shaven? You yeah. go to a wedding? This is no. This is what happened. Mary says when I shave, I get sassy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she says I get fresh like a fifteen-year-old, which is true. I can't help it. Baby face, Mike. It was a fucking freshy flash punch. Let her taste the uppercut. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, so I do have an update for you guys. Actually, uh, John Dalton. Oh, you, know, you know how John Dalton just got oh. his V-strum. Yeah, and he wanted to uh, try it out and take it on a dirt road. So Damn, I sent him. I sent him to uh, Gloria Ro- Gloria Road that we took yesterday. Poor guy, he fell over in one of the the hairpin turns. Couldn't pick oh, the bike no. up. Had to wait an hour for somebody to come along <laughs> and help him. Oh, no. And then instead of continuing, he just turned around and bailed and went back home. Probably yeah. smart. Probably smart. Yeah, so poor guy. Sandy turns on that is, is he okay, though? 
Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Just, just my question good. to you, yeah. Liza: Do yeah. you feel this might be the first time that somebody has wanted a bike following your advice? Following that, that I tell him to take that road. No, just following your advice in general. Do you think this might be the first time somebody's wrecked their bike? Sounds like a setup. Following Liza's advice. Well, I'm the one who puts people on milk crates and drags them around no. parking lots. So I rest my case. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what a great ride. But yeah, I think um, I think we're gonna work on that. And we decided to. Um, even though there's still restrictions of gatherings here, I think we can split it up into two smaller groups. Because last time we had like 30-something people. If big. we do like eight people in a group. Yeah. I don't for know. what? For our, our adventure moto food tour. Ooh. And, and how, many were, how many were in the group that got the tickets at the 7-Eleven? Well, okay. So Seven. this brings up something else. So... <laughs> We're not doing this yet. We're going to wait until uh, eventually I think they're going to allow um, gatherings up to 10 people. And so as long as we're okay. staying under that. But that reminds me, we did have um, a listener drop by the garage today. Ron Steele came yes, by. Yes, Ron Steele. Yes. And Ron was on his um, his Adventure Sport Africa Twin. And he was coming down nine. And he caught up to a group of about 30 bikers. So right there, that that pisses me off. I'll get to that. Um, and then one of them wadded, and he had oh, and Ron had God. nowhere to go, and ran into him. But uh. fortunately, because Ron has a twenty-one inch wheel and a big heavy bike, he ended up punting. He ran into the gas tank and punted him rather than crashing. Wow. Here's yeah. A question: Was he more angry that he was stuck behind a group of Harleys on the nine? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't just Harley's. It was like sport bikes. There was a Grom. There's everything. But I'll, I'm just gonna say, and here's my PSA: Quit turning biking into a social event, please. Look, I know we all want to ride. We need to ride. Many of us riding by yourself or riding with a partner, so you have the buddy system. I think, even though it goes against the orders, I think. You know, as long as you're not causing any problems, we can get away with it. But when you get these groups of people, especially 30, and then especially when they wad, this is going to make mm -hmm. them say, you know what? <clears throat> They're going to start pulling over bikers. What are you doing? Are you riding? recording, Liza? Yes. They're going to start pulling over bikers. Yes, not. Legend. Not if they can't catch me. Also... <laughs> Depends on which famous bike I take, you know famous mean? last words there. Depends on which type bike I take. But yeah. They might get me. Yes. Also, no. don't crash your bike. Also, don't yeah, crash by your bike. Yeah, definitely not recommended. <laughs> no. Don't be the great crush lady. <laughs> this is my PSA. Please do not do group rides. Okay, and and I know there's a lot of different people with different restrictions out there. I'm talking about if you live somewhere where gatherings are restricted. Like, yeah. please do not bring attention to the fact that we are going out on rides. Please stop and, it. And if you are somewhere where gatherings are not restricted, don't do it. Your, your life is more important than that. No, a group ride? If it's not restricted, uh, go ahead. I don't care. Well, well, if you're riding, yeah. No, I'm just saying, 
follow follow the rules and if you're going to break the rules like we are don't bring attention to yourself by doing it in large groups and inviting everyone i would have loved to invite it mike and charlie and all these people to come on a ride with us i purposely don't because i don't want to turn it into an event and bring attention because you didn't want to see you didn't want to see how badass i was i know yeah it's cool well <laughs> your little gas tank would have had to stop five times <laughs> uh, now I cruise hard. You know how hard I cruise. Yeah, good, baby. yeah. You know what I mean. You got to make up for all that gas station time. Yeah, I got this big ass <laughs> head, so it kind of like does weird shit with the wind. Where I, I save gas mileage. And shit. It's cool. It works. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> Sheila, are you hey. there? There she is. Hey. Sorry, sorry, I wasn't ignoring you while ago. I was doing some stuff in the background. That's and all right. Then it made me quit. Oh, it's Sheila in Texas. Y'all, yes. she, so yeah, she totally adventured her Grom. Tell us all the things you did to it. So I put, um, I've been looking for a skid plate for a long time and hadn't really had much luck finding anything that really covered the exhaust um, and protected that. So I finally found T-Rex Racing in Dallas and they have a really good skid plate and also engine guards. I have a T-Rex skid plate as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice, and then you not put, very not very easy to install, but you put some uh, knoblies on that grom. Yes, I put some Kinda big blocks on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that thing looks totally ready to, for the dirt, man. I love they it make, when you take they a make like that. Kinder big blocks for that. Yeah, that's awesome. And can Sheila? Can you put video on and show us the bike? Uh, it's in the garage, so I'm on my computer right now. Right. Try this. Uh, um, Liza should have. Pictures. I might be able to do it. I might be able what to. Is do this it. 1982? You don't have a fucking portable device. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not logged on on that. What's your What's your language, Mike? This is a family show. Talk amongst yourself. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> so Sheila, Sheila, have you been writing? Have you been writing since the thing went down? Yes. Really? Um, so did Did you go writing today? I did not go writing today. I went out. Thursday was the last time I went out. Yeah. But so what they, kind of writing have you been doing? Oh, just nothing, nothing off road yet. Um, All right, we got a lot of background noise coming from someone. If you're not talking, can you mute? Yeah, somebody's got speakers on. Mike, are you watching Matlock? <laughs> nah, man, I'm watching you. The, the pictures oh, I sent you, Liza, and the, the gravel, it's actually, it's a cemetery out by the airport, but they have a gravel parking lot, so I took it out there to test out the tires. Fun. Nice. And, I and how do you like it? Like, how's it testing out? Good, good. I, I plan to, uh, I'm going to take it to Big Ben in December. Is the reason that you did that because it has a plate so that you can be, do like more kind of um diverse things with it rather than just, you know, ride and commute or, yeah. or like just for the hell of it, but just to see if you can. No, I'm taking it out to big bend this, uh, December. So cool. doing a lot of off road out there. So we, we don't know what big bend is though. Oh, big Bend! Look up big Bend, Texas. Sounds like a porn star. You know that, Liza. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to say, Sheila, you're, uh, you're inspiring me to uh, do some more work on my uh, dirt scoot. I already got, uh, did some work on the headset. 
this past week. Got that oh. got that together, more cool. or less. It looks like so that's got really that cool. Pulled up. What was that, Mike? It looks more like it's pulled apart than put together. Well, it was pulled it was pulled apart completely, and then you know putting it back together. Good. But yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. I'm having trouble bringing it up. Um, <clears throat> you guys, but yeah, good job on that. Yeah, um, that would have been fun on on our roads. Totally fun. But yeah, I love I love what you've done with that. Thanks for sharing all the pictures on that. You're welcome. I just sent you two more. I got some some right. bags for the guards uh, to cool. uh, carry water on. That's awesome. Oh, cool. All right. Who else is joining us? We got Burke. Who just Hello. muted. Hey, how's it going? Howdy. Good, yourself? Good. What you up to? Uh, I was just working on some bikes and not really riding right now up here in Canada, but we're getting there. Close. Canadian. Yay. We were wondering nice. who would, who'd come from lands far away. Well, where is it too cold to ride? Um, I'm just north of Edmonton in Alberta. Oh, wow. Yeah. So got my garage full of bikes. I'm going to see if we can show you real quick. And, and it's still too cold out there? Oh, it's not too, it's not too cold. It's just uh, people are driving like idiots. We're just starting to be allowed to go outside. So, Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there, though. Cool. I'd like to get to the track and see what my new one will do, but we'll have to wait and see. What's your new one? Uh, it's this one here. Can you see that? Can't no. see we're not, we're not, your video's off. Oh. How do I turn video back on here? Uh, uh, click on the screen. Tap the screen. It should give you. There you go. Turn it sideways. Turn it sideways, turn it sideways so we can see better. No, it won't. Oh, wow. What is Whoa, that? What? Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Stop. I don't that? even show it. I know what that is. That's like a Harley know, gurney. What is that? A good gurney. Is it an alligator? You're building a What's drag bike? Gurney? That used to be a KZ drag bike, and now it has got a turbo Hayabusa motor in it. What? Fantastic. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so it should be 350 horsepower, somewhere in that area. Whoa. Where are you going to run that? Is it in uh, Canada. The they got just nothing the but open strip. spaces there. Right, but, but what, what drag strip? Rimby, Medicine Hat, Mission by Vancouver. So Nice. Yeah. That's yeah, the plan anyway. Beautiful. Yeah, let us know how that goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it should run low eights, 180 miles an hour, somewhere in that area. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so just enjoying listening to your guys' show. Um, used to be Strictly Harley guy, but you guys really inspired me to open up my eyes. And now we've got Hondas, Harleys, yes. Suzuki. Yes. <laughs> we got a garage full of everything. See, now oh, that's, a, that's a Harley rider I like. Yeah. yeah. O- opened up his eyes and his garage. Exactly. Yeah. This, this is my new $400 scooter. So we went on for Oh, cool. What is that? Is that a Metropolitan? Um, no, it's just a, it's a Yamaha Vino. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. It was in an epic accident. It had a scratch on the top of the headlight. So I would have loved to see that happen. <laughs> 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 nice. Dang. Yeah. Oh, that might be. So that's what all we're doing up here. So cool. So hey, I wanted to make an announcement because hoping um, I'm hoping listeners can help me out. I've decided I'm looking for a new bike right now. Um, 
I am looking for a specific bike. I want a 1970s Kawasaki KZ400. And I'll tell you why. Um, I, I mean, it's... It's related to everything we we do now, really. When I was 22 and I moved to Boston, um, I couldn't afford a car, but I bought a motorcycle. There was one sitting uh, in the neighbor's yard of my friend's house that the kid, had, the college age kid, had left behind when he went to college, and it was just it was all rattle can black. It was just you know a little beater bike. I think I paid 300 bucks for it. And uh, had to get it towed to a shop to get the carbs clean because it had been sitting and I didn't know how to do anything uh, on it. And the funny story is when they called me, this is in Boston, right? They call me, yo, your bike's ready. Like, come and get it. I'm like, cool. Like, uh, you know, I had to take take a, the train out there to get it. It was in like Malden or something or Everett. And um, I pick up the bike and I'm riding home and like I'm brand new to Boston, but people are like, you fucking idiot. Like people are just like yelling at me. I'm like, what the hell? Like just because I'm a just biker like back home, huh? Just because I'm a biker, like people were like really being mean. And I pulled no, into it's because you're in Massachusetts. No, I no, I pulled into a gas station to get gas, and uh this guy comes in and he's like, oh, you fucking idiot, what's wrong with you? I'm like, what I like I don't understand. He goes, Where's your fucking helmet, idiot? <laughs> I'm like, what? There's a, there's a helmet law here? I had no idea there was no helmet law in California then. Oh my god! And so I'm riding <laughs> through like many towns <laughs> to get home with no helmet. No wonder everyone just screaming at me. Well, you're lucky a cop didn't stop and tell you that. I know, right? So I just I rode dirty <laughs> home and uh, went and bought a little helmet. But um, that was my only transportation. I rode uh, year-round for three years in Boston. Um, but at one point, my bike got knocked over by an asshole doing donuts in the street, lost control, and ran over my bike and destroyed Ugh. it, right? But God. Not before I had met this nice guy at a bar named Jens, which, by the way, in Boston, you meet everyone at a bar, just so you know. Uh, Jens, and he was a biker, and he really liked wrenching. And he's like, yeah, come on over. you know, Bring your bike over, and I'll show you how to do these things. He showed me how to change my oil. He showed me how to do ma regular maintenance stuff I never knew how to do and never done it and he helped me get that bike so tuned up and running so good i was so proud of that bike uh so when it got destroyed i just i gave it to him like maybe he can use the motor or something right um and i didn't know what i was going to do but then this friend of mine said you know there's been a, an old motorcycle abandoned and behind my apartment building um i don't think it belongs to anyone if you want it and i go out there it was another KZ400, and all I did was I, I just switched the license plate onto that one, and I kept writing that one. Nice. Right? Um, so the KZ400 is important to me, and it was because of Jens and me remembering how much that impacted me and empowered me as a writer, having somebody who just offered to loan me the tools and garage and the guidance. That was why I started the Recycle Garage. I always remembered how special that was to me. So I've decided in honor of, of Jens and the KC400 that I want to get one for the garage. So um, 
there's not that many out there. The KZs were not that popular. The GSs and the CBs were much more popular. There's not many. Uh, it doesn't need to be in perfect condition. I don't want a basket case. I don't want another, you know, two-year restoration. So is yeah. this a four-banger inline four? No, it's no, a twin. twin. The twin. Oh, okay. And, and are, they like popular, are they popular? Uh, are they a popular cafe racer bike nowadays or what? Um, they're getting that way. They're I getting mean, that yeah. way. They've been underneath most people's radar. I'm looking for a bone stock KZ400. Um, I mean, I rode that thing. I rode that thing down to Provincetown. Like, that's a three-hour trip from Boston. I rode that thing all over the place and through the winters. So, um they're great little bikes, but they've never really been on anyone's radar. So if anyone knows of any KZ400s out there, I think I'm willing to get it shipped from if it's somewhere in the country, if it's the right price and the right bike. I would prefer and, original paint. And in the right condition. Yeah. Because remember, the rest of the country, they've got salt. I know. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> so I'll throw this in there. Liza and I are also going to be road trip to tri- tripping across the USA a little bit yeah. later this summer. It's a secret, so don't tell anybody. <laughs> but we may have a little bit of extra room uh, on our rig. We do. So if you're between here and there, let us know, and we may swing by and swoop on, like, swoop on that thing. So Nevada, uh, Colorado, Utah, Utah, Colorado, South Wyoming, Dakota. South Dakota. Little bikes or big bikes? What? Little what? bikes or big bikes? We are taking the 250s on the trailer, which means we have room for one more bike. With so, an RV. We're taking an RV. Yeah. Yes, Knock. So uh, you talked to Phil? I haven't. I, I, haven't I haven't talked to Phil yet, though I did find one for sale in Lakewood, not far from him. Well, there you go. Well, they you probably sold it at one point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> probably. Ohio, Ohio has everything. If you need it, Ohio has. I know. I thought I'd just put it out there to the listeners. Maybe somebody knows of one. Uh, send me the links. I'm looking for a KZ400. I know I don't need a bike, but to me, it's special, and I think it should be a fixture in the garage, you know? Do it. Do it. And I and I need something to tinker on. Speaking of tinkering, I pulled out the uh, the triple the it, for its yearly checkup and, and ride around the block. That thing still just, it starts and it goes. Like once and a year, except Jim, I, I went and for, a, runs, I went for, runs out of gas. I went for a second run down to the, to the wharf and back and it ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I was running at like 9,000 RPM the entire I know, time man. I was going in circles well, around the garage. You'll remember this is the bike that has the record in the Vetter fuel economy challenge, the record for the worst mileage ever logged. It was also the bike that the pieces fell off of on the Norman Reedus yes, ride. Yes, you love to say Actually, that Norman picked up your mirror, if I remember. I appreciate it. Thank you. But it does turn heads. I was uh, I was picking up chicks on scooters at the stoplight. They were all heading to the beach, and they're a little Daisy Duke. I know. I, lo- I love that bike. Hey, um, <laughs> I, think it, I think I'm ready to give away some free stuff. What do you guys think? Yeah. 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 So here's the deal. It's time to give away... An EK stunt cycle. Yeah. Um, I'm going to draw. Yeah. We're going to draw tonight's winner. We've had more entries this time. So the question Ooh. this time was, how much was Evil paid for his Caesars Palace jump? And we had 18 people respond to the correct answer. He, mm-hmm. um, 
he signed a contract to do three jumps on three separate dates, like two days apart, um, for the sum of forty five hundred dollars and room and and, uh, and food and drink. Wow. When you think about a lot of, a lot of how much he was putting at risk, his life and everything, $4,500. And that wasn't even that much money back then. <laughs> I know. I know. So, um, so normally when I have all the, I have all the, uh, 18, uh, entrants here, normally I number them, but I think I'm not sure it's it, totally fair because no one's going to pick number one, even though somebody's not numbered one. So here's what I've done. I've now, I've now given everyone a fruit and i'm gonna go with uh let's see well let's go with burke since you're there burke i want you yeah. to name a fruit and whoever's name matches that fruit is going to win the ek stunt cycle just name Ooh, any a fruit a peach a peach okay we got peach all right tonight's winner the, congratulations john hillenbrand yeah yeah, they, they call him Peachy John. That's Peachy his nickname. John. Peachy John. <laughs> Peachy. So um, nice. I've got one more EK stunt cycle to give away. Um, oh, it's a twofer. I know. Well, this was, that was, uh, we're going to give the question for next week. Um, but before I do, I wanted to read a quick email that I got. And mm. uh, this is from um, Rob Thornton. And he was a previous winner of an EK stunt cycle. And nice. he says, hey, Liza, I got the stunt cycle last night. Thank you so much. I let my daughter open it, and it looked like Christmas. She was so excited. We took uh, it out, and we made some jumps out of cardboard boxes. But we need to work on our ramp-building skills because evil has so much power. Thanks for some much-needed joy right now. Say hi to all the misfits from sunny San Diego, Rob. So all there right, you go. All right. Awesome, Isn't that right. nice? And I love it. I love that, like, ramp building. Yes, like, Jim and I went through many different iterations of the ramp building. And pro tip, you've got to write on it, not a ramp. <laughs> not, a, not a ramp. So, okay, wait. Yes. Can we give, like, an evil Knievel consolation prize if you don't win? Like, do they make evil Knievel, like, uh, ambulances? I think I think they make, lost the mold for that one. Oh, well, they're gonna make a knock bus, maybe you know what I mean? Like, knock, you sound pilled up as fuck, dude. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay, you guys ready? You guys ready for the? Liza, wait before you move on. Why don't you tell everybody why those things are special? If they missed that podcast, why these toys are special? Why these toys are the EK stunt cycle? Yeah. Because it's the best toy in the world. And they're remaking them. Yeah. So uh, these are. Doing it right. These are made from the molds from the original. And um, they're so much fun. And I love that kids today can still enjoy them. And Um, they put a lot of work into making the flywheel right, too. mm Mm-hmm. And also, and also because they're having a contest, a competition. Anyone who takes a video of a jump with theirs and puts it on a social media and tag it, uh, hashtag EK stunt cycle, they automatically get entered in the contest. But the reality is there's no point in entering because Jim and I are going to so win that. Yeah. So win it. I believe I can fly. <laughs> Wait, didn't, didn't, didn't they already Somebody, disqualify you? 
No. Yeah, he's the fire. Yeah, if you I mean, haven't seen it fun. yet, go to YouTube and type in evil, E-V-E-L, can fly. I had, I had somebody work him up to me last week. Um, hey, uh, you ever see this new evil, can evil toy? I'm like, why do you ask? They're like, it wasn't you. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> nice. Nice. So um, I've got a question, and I need to, because this is the last one, I needed to make it a little bit harder. Um so this one, I'm going evil adjacent. We're actually going to go to the female evil Knievel. Oh, Debbie Lawler, also known as the Flying Angel. She was also a jumper back in the 70s. Yes. Yeah. And she broke evil Knievel's indoor record of, I believe it was 16 cars. They were trucks, but they called them cars. And... Evil was interviewed on Wide Wor- Wide World of Sports. You guys remember that show? About wow, her breaking mm-hmm. his record. And he had a very interesting response. You got to mm. find that response and email it to me at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com to be entered to win the final EK stunt cycle. You know, it's interesting. They actually, the, you know, we know that Ideal Toys made the EK stunt cycle, um, but the maker of the Easy Bake Oven made the Debbie Lawler Flying Angel stunt cycle. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. But, mm-hmm. um, I just want to put in a caveat for this. This is the last Evil Knievel stunt cycle we're giving away. So it's going to be just like on Jeopardy. You've got to get the quote word perfect. Close close enough is not good enough. And it's a good one. Word for word. And I'm going to even say, if you can't find it, take a guess what Evil might have said. That bitch crazy! <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> Bagel, what do you think? What do you think Evil Knievel said when asked, what do you think about the f- oh, God. woman who broke your record? Uh, I don't even want to wager a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got a guess? Nope. All right. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it's <laughs> it, it is pure evil Knievel. Let's just say that. Oh my god! You know what? You know what's fascinating about that? She jumped a, a Suzuki TM two fifty, one hundred and forty six yeah. feet. Damn, wow. dude! Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Seventy four. Mm-hmm. Is is she still with us by chance? Yes, she is. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Are we still hey, back you... with her? Yeah. Hey, knock. How big was your wheelie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zero <I'm> cars. Very effective. <laughs> <laughs> so who else we got here? We got Ivan. Ivan, why you got your camera off? What what you hiding from us? It's a motosexual job. <laughs> oh. Because I'm lazy and just laying in bed listening to you guys. <laughs> I've got no escape, I'm afraid. Turn that camera on, darling. You won't be the first who's conducted an interview from in bed. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got to show off their Rona hair, you know what I'm saying? Rona hair. No, fuck that. Turn it off. No. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> you have the coolest name of everybody here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a bitchin' name, dude. 
Hey, I, I thank you, sir, but I know I'm not a popular person among that group. Hey, Ivan, can you put the microphone a little bit because, further away? Because, yes, I'm a scooter right, person. Cool. And, oh. and you don't need to hold your mic that close, Yeah, yeah, put the microphone a little bit further fine. away. It's distorting a bit. Yeah, oh, there you go. gotcha. What, what, what kind of scooter do you have? Uh, I have a Sim HD 200 oh, and a nice. Vespa GTV 250. Excellent. Both great yeah, you're, you're in the right place. Yeah, did you know that I, an HD... I, did you know that an HD 200 won the 2008 Scooter Cannonball Run? Yep, yep. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, unfortunately, I've been kind of ill for the last couple of months, so I haven't been able to ride. But oh, no. uh, tried. I tried today, and I couldn't get 10 feet uh, down the road here oh, in no. San Francisco. So hopefully, uh, so hopefully, I'll be. Um, I, yeah, I, I even met Bagel. Um, um, with the South Bay Scooter Posse uh, about a year or so back, oh, and wow. uh, cool. when we saw the Lego Museum, and uh, oh yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know how I found you guys, but uh, uh, you're my Sunday night um, uh, joy to listen to. All of you guys, cool. Even oh, even cool. Miss, uh, Miss Emma, because uh, you, <laughs> because I know she doesn't like scooters that much. <laughs> I, actually, I, I actually do like scooters, but I enjoy giving Bagel a hard time because he enjoys it. <laughs> well, he does, and and what I like is when you give him a hard time, it's because of your depth of knowledge. Um, right. uh, your, your history holes are awesome, so I just love those. Uh, well, the, rest, I, the rest of her, hole, her holes are awesome, too, just so you know. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> What I can share comedy. What was that, Emma? Sorry, what was that, Emma? I said Bagel is an extremely naughty boy and he needs punishing, and this is why I make fun of his scooter. <laughs> Only if you ask nicely. Uh, <laughs> but no, thank you. Nice. So, um, let's see. Uh, Ivan, what do you want us to talk about? Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, even though I like um, I, I like listening to you guys every week, it's it's the travel stories that always attract me to this podcast. Uh, when you have a guest on, or yourselves, when you talk about uh, like when uh, Jim was talking about uh, traveling up into the Sierras and and things like that, it's I, I, I like I like motorcycles. I like, but I. I'm more interested in the the use the use of the scooter or the motorcycle to travel with, and and that's what uh, um, um, that's why I'm hoping one day I can travel down to Santa Cruz to see you guys. But uh, yeah, that, that's what I like. Oh, I'm so, really cool. I'm sorry. I'm Eliza's showing me I'm talking too much. I'm sorry. No, I said so. That was <laughs> to Mike. Oh, he was raising okay. his hand. But yeah. but that's yeah I'll 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 shut up now sorry but the, no, that's that's, really that's cool, what I like though. yeah that's nice. really cool because there's so many people come through that are traveling so it's like nice to like to hear that like that's a cool thing to talk about because we do and, have a whole lot of people yeah and that's my that's my jam yeah. <laughs> I got a travel story yeah go for it Mike yeah you went can to I, the supermarket I, right yeah that's your I, travel a, story. I, uh, I'm a coffee. I'm a doctor, and I go to the coffee store often on my uh, Harley. 
<laughs> now, my um, <clears throat> well, all right, all right. So I get two stories I could say tell about traveling. I mean, I know you guys have traveled a bit more, but I don't know how dear you know these these rides are to you guys. But I remember, um, you know, uh, for me prepping prepping my bikes for rides and anticipating. I'm I'm a preparer and uh, anticipating for like you know things that are going to happen and you know <laughs> you are a prepper maybe, you are <laughs> yeah I, yeah I have too much shit and but it, the one of the one stories was the ride up to um uh, uh, uh Portland with Knock and, and I'll never forget it because I quote it all the time um and and Knock I'll never do a group ride with Knock again because that <laughs> man did not stop. First of all, everybody had a pretty capable bike. I had a V Star Stick Fifty that was in great shape, and uh, I loaded the fucking thing down. I had everything I needed to go, and, and it was a beautiful ride all the way up the one. Everybody had sport bikes; they were ripping, but I was keeping up. And uh, I'd never been that far up the one, and it was nice to ride with a bunch of people who knew kind of where we're pretty confident where they were going, so I could just follow. I wouldn't have to, you know, really. I had confidence in the people who were going. I was pretty confident about my bike. And I was smoking cigarettes at the time. And uh, I remember every, I didn't realize the distance, you know, I, I, I thought it was, you know, California then, then or, um, you know, Portland. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the next town over. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like right there. And apparently not had done this trip before. So, you, you know, I don't know if anybody's not the nicest guy in the world, but man, when he gets fucking pissed, it's, that's pretty. <laughs> he gets fucking bitchy, and uh, and man, he would not. He had. I think you had full racing letters the whole time. You were in full top, you know. And everybody was just kind of like looking around, like old mining towns, and oh, like look at this this cool ocean cove, and 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 Knock was having none of that. Like, let's go. Like, we gotta go. Street. We can't stop. You know what I mean? And we'd be at the gas station. Like, I don't even know. He would. He would. He would like balance the bike, put the gas in, and just ride to the top of the, the thing and just be sitting there staring at everybody like, let's go. You remember that shit, Mac? And, and I was just like, yeah. dude, what's his, he need to calm the fuck down. My man needs a cigarette or something to chill. Well, it's, it was a beers. rally. It was a rally. There was a known endpoint, So you could have taken your time if you wanted to, but you wanted to stay with a group. So like, all right, you're staying with a oh, group. See, now you're going to pull that shit again. So <laughs> I, I wasn't aware. So that was, and I'll just never forget that ride up there. And then my, um, I started having electrical problems like almost right before Portland, but the ride was gorgeous. Remember we saw those whales uh, right up in Oregon with Megan yeah. and, um, and then we finally almost got there and my bike was having uh, starting problems and we determined it was a stator. We put a new battery in that got me far and then we decided it was a stator. And uh, by the time we got up there, uh, mo- the, wor- the worrisome, this is the shitty part about motorcycles is that it's like if it's something that you can't fix right there, you have to figure out what to do. You're way the fuck far away. So I could have waited like two or three days. Didn't you also lose your GoPro? Oh yeah, you remember that? <laughs> and I remember uh, three people were like, you, oh, you were a mess, man. You were a mess. Spinning down the road. And I was like, why didn't anybody fucking pick it up? Go flying off too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It, so, and then we, the funny thing was, like, the choice that I had was, uh, and that was the thing about this ride with Nando, though, that it was straight up like 12 or 13 hours of get up in the morning and just fly up there as fast as we can and, and no stops. And, and so if I were ever to do that Portland trip to California again, I'm definitely going to put like two more days on it and just enjoy the ride a little bit more. Um, but that, that was one of them. And I remember getting stuck there and the choice I had was like get a stater ship to me in Portland, pop it in, 
put new oil in and then ride the bike back. So, you know, add another five more days to the trip or get yeah. a U-Haul and just fucking post up. <laughs> I said, fuck that. I got a box truck. I threw my thing in the back. And I just remember sitting there so comfy with my butt. Felt so good. <laughs> the AC was blowing on me. You know, motorcycles were riding by. And I was like, fuck you guys. I'm cool, man. Right? the radio on. <laughs> it's like, this is the best, best motorcycle trip ever. <laughs> but then, but uh, you can do that at home though. Like <laughs> Bango set up. <laughs> so here's the, here's the other I, story. Here's the other you story. and I had a. Uh, I was gonna say Mike and I. We had a good trip up in the Sierras, up the Alpine Lake. Oh, that was Alpine yeah, Lake. beautiful. That was, that was I will. I will admit. West, uh, I, I will admit. Mike made efforts to become a better travel companion. Yeah, I, I he figured out because he was so he was smoke. that guy every fucking time. He was yeah. that guy. Well, we were just I got talking a vape about holder. this. I got a vape holder on my motorcycle. I know. So I just smoke <laughs> while I'm riding now. Well, Mike, and and, and, I'm, and I'm at the top of the driveway looking at other people like, what the fuck? Let's go. Mike, that's, Mike, the cup, <laughs> that's the cup holder of the 21st century. Yeah, I remember I had to tell Mike, hey, Mike, when everyone is sitting on their bikes running with their helmets on, that's not the time that you take your helmet off to have a smoke. Just just so you know, that's the the visual cue. Don't you remember we were just talking about this, Liza, when you made the smoking helmet for him? And it had the mason the jar the over the cigarette hole so it wouldn't put it out while you're riding. <laughs> that was my Christmas award. Here's my other traveling story. Um so, so each one of these, the, one of the stories has something significant because then I started to learn, you know, the difference between the quality of bike and what kind of bike and, and, and riding you want to do and, uh, you know, what kind of motorcycle you want. So I also understand that there's people who are like, have this idea of motorcycling, buy a $20,000 Harley, sits in the parking lot, the driveway, and then they wait for a sunny day and they're like, I'm a rider. And they go out and ride, which is fine. You know, then you have other people who like dive straight in and start to realize that there's a diverse diversity in bikes you know what i mean and that you know certain bikes are really good for certain things um and then you do have Swiss Army, but um it's the second story was that i rode down to born free born free was another um, unbelievable um event and trip and ride that i won't forget and there was nothing really significant about it it was just a ride down the one um you know and then when you get into the shitty la area fighting traffic and getting in but it wasn't necessarily the um, exactly the ride that made it what it was. What it was was that the year before I rode down, I tried to rally a bunch of people because I was really into custom bikes and every other garage. I'm like, well, you guys are building these shit boxes and you're building a shit box and then you look, it runs and are you kind of proud of it? Like maybe we should all go to this show and check out like, you know, homemade custom built bikes that people are winning awards for. It just made common sense to me. For some reason, nobody wanted nothing to fucking do was driving down to L.A. in the middle of June. So <laughs> I didn't get it. So I was like, all right, well, fuck you guys, you know? So I go, and then who's going to come with me? Rebecca, who eats raw fucking meat <laughs> and packs it in bags. I'll never forget. Oh, my God. She pulls out this jar full of raw fucking meat. <laughs> and, and it smells, and this shit is fucking melting meat. I'm just like, what <laughs> Was I thinking? Draw fucking but anyway, <laughs> that's when I was cruising hard because I brought that fucking skull cap and I, and I was like, all right, no one's looking. I'm going to put the thing on and ride it, you know, like a cruiser. And uh, <laughs> fucking, 
drugs and I'm hit 75 miles an hour. My feet still like this, like a, like a parachute. You know what I mean? And then my fucking eyes are getting dry. You know what I mean? Bugs are hitting me in the face. And I'm like, I'm, and, and the helmet is like a parachute too. So it's like oh, pulling up on your head like this. And it's, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, and I'm watching, I'm watching cool, bad motherfuckers, you know, like bad motherfuckers riding around with these helmets on. And they're ripping past me like 80 or 90. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, how the fuck do they do it? I mean, they got straight face. They're just angry. Just, just, <laughs> and then look mean, like real bikers yeah, and yeah. shit. And that's when I realized that they're cruising hard. And, and, and what they do is they just get everything solid. Their face gets like this and they just look mean. And all that's doing is cutting the wind. It cuts the wind. You know what I mean? It deflects the bugs away and everything is you're good. And it scares like, the bugs away. It scares the bugs away. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mean enough for that. But anyway. So that was the trip we went the year before. It was a great trip. It was beautiful. And I came back uh, invigorated and really trying to promote for everybody to come down the next year. But on the way down there, we kept running into um, these packs of Asian guys on these crazy looking fucking bikes that I'd never seen before. They were, they were like small. They looked like Harley. Like you couldn't tell what the fuck they were. They're all completely different and unique. The paint jobs, the, the, the little like little details and and, it, and so it'd be like they they had these little peanut tanks so my my bike at the time i could go 100 something miles so i kept stopping every 100 something miles but every single gas stop there would be like a horde when i say a horde <laughs> i mean like 30 like like asian dudes just rolling up open pipes were they handsome uh, you know yeah no they were not <laughs> but no, they were not. You know, they have like a Jameson bottle welded to the side as an overflow, and like oh, nice knuckle cool. shifters, and fucking, you know, just the all these custom the metal dude, pieces. Well, well, let me get to let me finish. So then, then I'd be like, "Who the fuck are these guys? They look like they must be some yakuza or some shit." Is there straight <laughs> Asian like with some crazy? It reminded me of like, um, like you know, what I mean, and come to find out, they're Vietnamese. They're not even fucking Japanese. But yeah, oh, I'm not gonna say it. Like but you remember what's that movie where Paul Walker died in? What's that movie Paul Walker died in? Fast, Fast and the Furious. Furious. Yeah, oh. they, these guys were like Fast and the Furious, but on motorcycles. You know what I'm saying? Like on, on, on custom cruisers. And I'm like, this is some crazy shit. And like, this is a tight fucking crew. Everybody seems like boys. There's these big ass pickup trucks like full of extra bikes, and and then these guys were ready for whatever the fuck they're doing, right? Then I'd go another hundred miles to another stop. And all of a sudden, another crew of these guys come in. But then I'm looking around. I'm like, I, it's different bikes, different guys, but they're all Asian. And I'm like, what the fuck? So <laughs> anyway, it, it left an impact on me. And I remember going to the show, seeing Arlen Ness's bikes, you know, seeing some of the really top-notch, you know, uh, customs there and just some big, big-name bikes. But their bikes stuck in my head. And I think I remember the reason why was because, like, you know, you look at these bikes, you could touch them. You could smell them, these Asian bikes. They're, 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 the welds, some of them you could see on them, but like there's something unique and special about them. Some of the bikes at the, the show were just so polished. It was like, it looked like you said today, Liza, like, like a trophy. It didn't look like something that you ride. Well, what, anyway. what, I, what I really um, enjoy about them, the, the Lane Split Boulevard guys, is like they're working with like Honda Magnas and like not just like, you know, shovel heads, but they're taking bikes that no one's really doing a lot with, like a Magna. Yeah, shout out and, to Tungus. And turning it into a really cool fucking bike. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. real this clean. Mm-hmm. Real clean. Yeah. And every bike they build, is they're getting better. But so that's not even the story. So that's that. So we go down and I see these guys and they left a huge impact on me. The show was great. It was amazing. 
I felt really out of place because it was like LA and everybody was kind of fancy. I wasn't really prepared to. I know a, a Brooklyn hipster, but I never had seen no LA hipsters. So it was a little different, but. Nice. And, you know, it was almost like it was like a Hollywood set. I'm like, is this guy a real biker? Is he, you know, he's real, a little too handsome to be a biker. You know what I'm saying? Like, the hair is perfect. You know what I mean? The, the, the outfit's <laughs> on point. Like, biker. You know what I'm saying? And there's me. Just like in my fucking t-shirt, my fucking New Balance, whatever, you know? But, go ahead, Jim. When I hear Mike talk about that trip down there, two things come to mind. One is the Lanesfoot Boulevard dudes are a, and Mike, Mike knows them better than I do, the nicest dudes ever. And their potlucks yeah. are bomb. You go to <laughs> yeah. one of their potluck parties and they do their own little bike shows. It's the most bitchin' like food ever. Um, and then secondly, yeah. I always think about when my daughter went down to uh, Born Free with you. Uh, when she was yeah, she got her first, got her tattoo. first tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't my fault, Jim. By the way, I'm telling you, I didn't. <laughs> I left her out of my sight for fucking ten minutes. Well, at least and she's like, like, don't tell my dad. I'm like, it's on your fucking arm. <laughs> it's a knife anyway. yeah. not a fucking butterfly but, and now and so now jake can story. now jake can cruise harder than any of us yeah yeah she's, oh, she she's cruising does. in a helicopter man yeah, yeah. killing dudes but <laughs> back in bodies that's our girl Hi- hypothetically <laughs> hypothetically killing dudes hypothetically yeah, hypothetically but anyway so the, the ride story is that so this had happened two years in a row and i'm really wait we haven't started the now. story yet Sweetheart, sweetheart. I thought we were what the hell? How many stories you, stories you got? Me, if you keep interrupting me, I can't finish the fucking story. All right. You know I control. You know I control the mute button, right? Listen. All right, I'm gonna let you go ahead. You tell the story, and if it's not up to par, I'm just gonna mute you. So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like the dog show. So I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm warming you up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the fluffer right now for the real story. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is it going? So, so here's what happens, right? Um, oh, I'm sorry. You just got muted. <laughs> <laughs> He's still talking. <laughs> yeah, he was talking. All right. So here's what happened. I'm going to tell you. So here's what happened. So. Anyway, I, I, I was like all pumped about these dudes. I knew nothing about them. I was talking to a lot of different people about this show and the, these crazy bikes and whatever. And I was trying to, the next year comes, I'm trying to get people to come down again. And I, I wound up going on a group board of, of just finding like online, like, oh, rides down to Born Free from this area. So I hooked up with it and I met up with Steve Kev. And, and I started chatting with him for a while. And he's like, yeah, we're going to ride down. We started making some plans. And then he tells me, he's like, yeah, I, I told him about the guys and he's crossed the bikes. And he's like, yeah, I, that, that's like your crew. They're called like Lane Split Boulevard. And I'm like, is it the same people? And he showed me some pictures online. And I was like, dude, that's totally them. He's like, yeah, we're going to ride with them. I was like, what? Get the fuck out of here. We're going to ride for two days with these fucking crazy bikes. That is the coolest fucking, I mean, to be invited to ride. I felt like, like you know what I mean? Uh, uh, anyway, so I had sold all the bikes because Ray was just born. And all I had left was that purple bike, which is Lucky Charms right now. And this thing was like an old man cruiser from Texas. Sorry, Sheila. But it's a I mean, this VTX, thing was big and ugly. VTX. They're cool bikes. It is, but it was the 1300, like fully stocked with like everything old man and like fucking, and it was purple. And that's all I had. And I remember rolling up with Kevin and Kevin had his brand new fucking Harley. And we meet these guys uh, somewhere down south of Watsonville. And I'm just like so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, dude, like I'm going to roll up to these guys with this bike and they're going to be like, they're, I don't know what the fuck. They're going to be like, no, nah, I'm not riding with you, you know? 
fuck this guy. He can meet us at the next exit. Uh, but sure enough, just like Jim said, they were the coolest fucking guys ever. And they even came up and they were like, dude, that bike is going to fucking look so comfortable. <laughs> so much better than ours. I would so much rather ride that one right now than this hardtail. And like, they just instantly made me feel like I was wanted. They wanted me to be there. And uh, and not to mention that Kevin and I were completely different than every one of them. So it was just like the garage. We was at like everybody was a bit diverse, but it, it had nothing to do with it. And uh, so sure enough, we rode down. There they were just they were just funny as hell. They weren't threatening at all. You would think based on their bikes, they'd be kind of like posturing up and shit. Nothing like that. And uh, it was it was probably one of the best born free trips that I had down there. And I remember riding back up on the five on this big ass purple cruiser, and I'm flipping past these guys at like 130 miles an hour. Because I'm looking down, I'm like, dude, guys want to get the fuck off the five. It was like 105 fucking degrees. And I remember uh, Jake hopped on with me for a couple exits, and she's like, it's too much. It felt like a blow dryer. Somebody had like a hot blow dryer. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter how fast you were going, you couldn't get cool. And um, and one of the guys, his shirt melted into him. He, so he took it off, and he, had, he looked like the Hulk. He was just all green. He was sweat, but died. Oh. And he got flat sickness and... Uh, and uh, I just remember hitting, there's one pass where you come right back over and then you start riding towards the coast and it cools off. And it was just, it was such a relief to do it. And um, it was like Paso Robles, there's a bunch of places to stop and get coffee. And I remember stopping over there and um, and having coffee and we were just kind of reflecting on the past couple of days. And I was like, dude, I want to go to Bornfree every year if it's going to be like this. It can't be like each the ride down with the guys. And so they were having a show two weeks later like Jim said, a barbecue and a like custom bike show. And I said, oh, can I come? They were like, absolutely. I was like, can I enter a bike? They're like, yeah, which one? I was like, this one. And they're, they're like, that purple bike? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to chop it up. I'm going to do it, you know? I swear to God, I'll be there in two weeks. And that's what we did. Me and I'm up fucking chop that bike up. And, uh, and, and I got it painted and leathered up. In about two and a half weeks, we had that bike fucking rolled into the lens of the show like a couple weeks after the Born Free. So, good good story, Mike. Story. Good story. Yeah. Hey, um, I wanted to, we got a bunch of emails that have good questions that need, should be answered. I wanted to get to some of these, but I did also want to say, um, I'm for the foreseeable future, I'm going to put a moratorium on the tagline, fuck knock. Instead, I'd rather people say, get better knock. How get about better, that? Knock. He's, I, I mean, he's. I, I like Knock. I agree with that totally. Get better, Knock. I, I 100% did not put her up to it, by the way. So. <laughs> cool. uh, yeah, I'm just going to say, as long as, I mean, you're not going to be able to ride for a couple months. So yeah, we, yeah, we feel for you, bro. A, we feel for you. So for now, drumming. how about just ride that dick and get better, Knock? <laughs> hey, um, we got a really quick and easy question, and I'm curious if anyone here has an opinion on this. This is from Dave, and he wrote in and said, uh, just, just found out about us, and he's really enjoying the podcast. Wants to know what we think about the Buell Firebolt. He said, interesting or runaway? So the Buell Firebolt, I'm going to give my opinion that I think any Buell right now is interesting because it's it's an instant collectible right there. Yeah. I think it's yeah, it's true. it's history of American mm-hmm. motorcycling. Um even the shitty Buells are are kind of cool. Um yeah. So and that's I, I that's my say, opinion. 
Yeah, I've been working on a Buell Blast for a friend of mine. That's the shitty Buell. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let me tell you, I, I took this thing and ripped it up and down the street, and it's actually kind of fun. I was like, it's, it's it's a thumper, but it's 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 not bad. I mean, it's I it's a fun little bike to ride. It's easy to ride. Bagel. Yes, I'm gonna step in here. <laughs> <laughs> Motorcycles with less than thirty horsepower. Yes. So the 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 blast. It's not a quick bike, but yeah. Um, oh, no. But you know the Firebolt, and it's a good yeah, bike. I I kind of agree with Liza. They're they're <laughs> they're interesting, is and there, they're is the to absolutely go bananas over them. There is are the Firebolt. Is the Firebolt the one with the tube frame? That's yeah. before all that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things like keeping your oil in your swing arm and just oddities. Um, but, yeah, mo- everyone I know who owns a Buell thinks it's the greatest bike in the world, which tells you something. Yeah, so that's my opinion. I mean, yeah, the, uh, when they first, um, you know, went out of business, oh, you're not going to be able to get parts. There's a lot of bikes you can't get parts for, you know. Um, but this one, it's 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 history, and it's a recent it's a recent collectible. So I say go for it. Yeah, why not? I have yet to see one that is overpriced. They all are cheaper than what their value would be if if Buell was still around. That's my experience. Well, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Wiggins yeah. puts one out on the track. He races a Buell. Yeah. So that's my opinion. Anyone else have anything shit bad they want to say about a Buell? Well, nothing bad, but um, <clears throat> but I just wanted to say that the um, uh, St. Paul Harley-Davidson has quite a few parts for Buells because I've had to hit them up for uh, parts of my friend's Buell that I've been working on. Well, there you go. And, um, oh, I wanted to get to this one. Um, Bagel, I sent you an email. Did you get it? I haven't checked. Can you get that? There's a one I want you to read. And, of course, it is going to require a certain accent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, It's about the pregnant battery, by chance. Yeah, you remember this one you wrote in a couple weeks ago about a pregnant battery? Yes. The battery is bulging. There's an update. Yes, this is an email from Adam Jones. And Adam says, Good day, all. It's me, Jonesy from Oz. Happy to let you all I, let, let you all know. I bought a Yuasa back battery for my Vulcan. If you recall, I was having a charging battery problems, and Miss Emma said it may be my voltage regulator. After replacing the battery, I took a half an hour spin around town, then tested it with a good quality voltmeter. With the bike off, it showed 12.5 volts. Bike idling, it showed 14.5. <clears throat> and on revving, it which didn't impress my sleeping neighbor, it goes down to 14.1. Is that right? Yeah. Thanks for the feedback. Here's a pic of the bike in question. Love this thing just for the show-off factor. Hope you hope you return to normal soon. Almost winter here, but on the good side, the pub's open again in a week. I have a stubby for you. Haru, Jonesy, Mildura, Victoria. Wait, and he has a stubby? Jim says that to me all the time and I run. What, what does that mean? <laughs> That's what they call Knox Toe now. Hey, Jonesy, was that his name? A stubby is a short can of beer. Oh. Uh, 
That's what my well, grandpa used to give me when we were kids. He said they were small because they were made for, for kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. I have a picture of this very, very uh, nice-looking cruiser. Yeah, so 14.5 on revving. Emma, what's your diagnosis? Uh, 14.1. No, it's fine. I mean, the, the fracture of my nose is the, the voltage regulator is actually doing its job. Um, you often find the voltmeter on a battery and have it on a high idle it'd show higher than when you rev it up because the alternator is pumping out current and then you rev it up and then the regulator cuts in and does its job and actually levels off that's why you'll often see on a lot of bikes if you look and rev it against, um, uh, look at the headlight. You'll see it's very dim at a low idle. Then it gets bright, and then it kind of dims just a little bit. So that's perfect, those numbers. Just enjoy your bike. Yeah, and if you're bad, I mean, you got a 12-volt battery, so if you're putting 14.1 or 14.5 out from the stator, it really doesn't matter. It's yeah, more than enough to charge the battery. So You know, it's the 15, 16, 17 that cooked his battery. Exactly. You know, I think it was another case of cheap battery. You didn't say, did he put a new reg rec on it or just the, replace the battery? I think just replace the battery. Yeah, well, there you go. You've got He's got perfect numbers. Great. Um, so, yeah. He replaces that reg rec too. <laughs> yeah. It? Hey, we got another great email, and this one is from Ian. He says, hey, Misfits, just letting you know how great the AMA towing was. I had to move yeah. a bike from one location to right. another, called up AMA roadside assistance, got someone on the line in all of 30 seconds, and within an hour, the bike was sitting in my garage. It was unexpectedly fast on a Friday afternoon before Memorial Day weekend. AMA had dispatched out uh, to Scott with Tri-State Cycles in Bundle, Florida, and the AMA. Oh, so shout out to Scott with Tri-State Cycles. Um, and special thanks to our fallen brothers and sisters. Thank you for putting that in. Be sure to take a moment this weekend and salute our great flag and respect to this great country and all those who have sacrificed for us. From Ian. Hey, I thanks, will Ian. second that. And I wanted to bring this up because um, as of right now, and actually, you know what? I'm just going to get into the next email because this is going to bring up this point. Uh, and this one is from Joe. He says, howdy, I've been a listener before Norman Reedus. Thanks. Wow, it's, cool. it's great you've been sticking with us. Um, as of now, AMA Vintage Days says it is still on, but I think everyone else knows that it probably won't happen. And will it be weird as shit if it does? This would be my sixth Vintage Days since discovering it, and I plan my summer around it. It's my mecca. Me too, man. I get it. Um, mm -hmm. He says, plus I get to meet... Uh, Plus, I get to meet the random misfit and Cleveland Moto member. To my point, this uh, this winter, he, he bought a 1987 Honda Elite 80 scooter to use as his battle scooter for vintage days. Awesome. Nice. He got it running well enough, and then COVID came, and he found himself with a rough, untitled scooter. What to do? Well, thanks to us and Cleveland Moto... Um, it is now a legit on-the-road running bike with a Vermont registration. Very nice. Um, so he uses it just to putt around town and play with the kids and stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, 
yeah, AMA Vintage Days. I wanted to bring this up. Um, the AMA Vintage Days. Hey, you got to stop rustling around whoever that is. Well, that was Mike. Well, God damn it, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, you coughing. Are you sure about and, that? Yeah, you've been huffing on your thing, and yes. Busted. I'm just excited. Busted. <laughs> I get um, fucking stoked. You know what I mean? Thank you, Mike. Uh, Amy Vintage Dates. This is, this is their largest uh, fundraiser of the year. Um, and it is still happening right now. Um, we talked about this before, and I talked about it on the Cleveland Moto podcast. Um, there's a good chance it may get canceled. Even if it does happen, if they go through with it, I don't think that many people are going to come. I, I mean, mm. I you know, if they don't have the, I don't, I don't know how many people will go, but it's not going to be the same. You're not going to have this. A lot of the speakers aren't coming. The wall of death isn't coming. A lot of vendors are backing out. It's just not going to be the same. There's going to be racing. You know, it'll be a fun, cool weekend of racing and stuff, but it's not going to be what it's been for all of us. Right. Um, and the AMA, like, this is ba- this is bad for him, and you know, um, and that's why you know Ian said that love the AMA roadside service, and you get that for being a member of the AMA. And I just want to put the word out to everyone: Hey, why don't you help out the AMA? Because they help us; they are there for us. This is the time to get an AMA membership. Oh, and guess what you get with it? You get roadside service. So, Ian, thank you for sending that in and, and reminding us. Um, yeah, Jim, what you got? Yeah, it, it makes me think of something you and I, Liza, were talking about yesterday about how, hey, things are different now, but we still want to do the things we enjoy, mm-hmm. right? So we want to be on the cutting edge of making that happen. Like, let's be on the tip of the spear. And maybe for AMA, I'm just trying to be positive, right? The idea of a large gas- a gathering, we know that's not a good idea. But maybe they limit the event to a certain number of people, like Hollister Hills, our local dirt bike area. They're turning people away because they're limiting a number of people. Mm. Into the- hold on, so knock, AMA, hold on. Knock, can you mute? Knock, you're cooking your dinner or something, aren't you? <laughs> that, was that me? Yes, can you mute, please? Yeah. Thank you. Go ahead, Jim. So what I was saying, maybe it's an opportunity for the AMA to reinvent or, or, or to alter what they do for Vintage Days and still have it, right? Because the heart of the event is motorcycle racing. It's vintage enthusiasts, mm-hmm. things like that. So maybe it's not, you know, us dragging knuckleheads like me through the mud on a chariot, you know, all day long. But maybe it's a chance for AMA to return to something. So, you know, that's a little more what it like the roots of the event, you know, um, so maybe, you know, because at first you're like, oh, no, they can't have AMA Vintage Days. Well, maybe they can. It's not what it was. Right. But maybe it can still be some racing and some enthusiasts mm-hmm. and some camping. But, it's, but maybe it's only a fraction of the people. But it's not going to have the amount of people that does, and it's not going to bring in the money and the memberships. This is the number one event of the year where people uh, renew their memberships or get new memberships. The, the money part I get. I yeah. mean, the money, so the, that's the, real for all of us. But. The, the point that I'm making, though, is... If you are not a member of the AMA, I strongly urge that you become one um, so that you can help them out, but you also get roadside service. Another thing you get is watching Emma fall asleep. You will notice that she's... Oh, there she is. 
Oh, just rest in her eyes. That's all that's happening. She was pleasuring herself. I was seeing if I could sneak that in. If I just kept the pattern going, she wouldn't notice. (laughs) Except at Vintage Motor Days. Vintage Motor Days will be under a school bus. (laughs) So anyway, that's my thing is, hey, join the AMA, please, if you haven't already. Um, you also get a cool pin. Every year they send you a little I number know. pin, and it's yep, really kind of fun. So, I've been a member for 18 years now. Highly recommend I it. Yes, um, I am. And I just want to add, I was up uh, visiting with Mike Corbin the day before yesterday, and Mike is planning on mm-hmm. having Corbin seats open and mm-hmm. the Wizards Cafe open for the 4th of July weekend. Mm. So the Hollister event is closed, right? But the party at the Corbin factory is still open. And this is Mike interesting. Is very much, fuck yeah! Very because right I don't go into Hollister during Hollister rally. I usually just go to Corbin for the at the factory for the event they have there because they have vendors and stunt cycles and and a gathering there. It's like a mini That's version. Cool. I'm well, he- I'm on the fence though. Expecting. He's expecting about 25% of what he's had in the past. Yeah. And he's also saying, you know, it's not as irresponsible as it sounds. He's, he said, look, we'll make sure that everybody behaves themselves and maintains a distance, but it's it's an event that a lot of people have waited all year for. And it's you know, well, and the city will also permit it. I mean, they'll, they'll make him permit it. They'll come and check it out. And hopefully people are smart, but there again, you could have a whole lot of biker people like Liza. We saw those bikers in Trace Pinos yesterday. Mm-hmm. A lot of these biker dudes are like, fuck this shit. They just roll in in big old groups and, and they don't mm-hmm. care. You know what Who I might knows? You know what I might, might what I might do instead? Um, because I really feel like we need to help support the industry. Um, I might just ride down to Hollister Indian um, dealership and go buy a t shirt. You know? Buy a monkey. I almost bought a monkey yesterday. I, a monkey. I almost like, bought a monkey. Get your credit card out. God damn it. They had like seven of them. They had like seven of them lined up. I'm like, Jim, let's do it. Let's do Why it. Why not? I said it. Get a credit card. If, oh. if you had split it, I probably would have done it. Ah. Uh, I know. Well, next time. I know. They're like four something. Like, oh, come on. We could do that, it's man. It's tempting. It's doable. I know. I know. I know. Anyway, so that's it. You that's my plea. Um, hey, but I'm not finished with Joe's email. He said, last point, um, he got scared of the Rona and sold all of his bikes to have extra cash on hand. It oh, was, no. And it's been brutal not having a proper bike. So he broke yeah. down this weekend and he bought a 2005 FJR 1300 that he's been eye humping for three weeks. It runs well, but needs some TLC. Does anyone have any insights to this bike other than it is heavy as shit? She's a rocket, but damn, it's heavy. Love what you guys do. Keep it real homies. FJR 13. I'll tell you why, because it is a touring bike. People think it is a sport bike because it looks sporty. It's a touring bike. Emma, do you agree? Yeah, it's it's a shaft drive touring bike. They're big, they're heavy, they're fast. Um, it's a good bike. Not much to go wrong. Um, the battery's in an odd place. The battery is actually in the right-hand pocket of the fairing. Um, and they eat tires. I mean, they eat tires. 
um, just through the sheer power and weight, but they're wonderful bikes. If you I want to, when you get them up and going, you're usually there is no better bike. Yeah, they're yeah. they're like a great sport tour. Oh yeah, it's a oh, solid yeah. sport yeah. tour. The yeah. FJR thirteen. Um, hey guys, it is Memorial Day weekend. Does anyone have any um, insight or things they want to share that uh, would celebrate? Yes, Jim. All right, who's got a Burke, was that a truck going by your garage? Yes, it was. Yes, can you mute, please? <laughs> you guys are killing me. I, I saw his eyes track across anyway. the screen as he was watching the truck go by. Uh, Jim. let you guys go. I'm almost, my battery's almost All right. Anyway, Thanks so. for joining us, Bert. Th- thanks for letting me sit in. It was awesome. Sure. Bert, for sure, man. Take it easy. Jim, what do, you want, what do you want to say about Memorial Day weekend? Oh, um, I'll just recognize she's still alive in active service, but is Jakey. And uh, someone mentioned they've been listening to the podcast for a long time, pre-Norman. And uh, I thought I'd just mention Jake because I don't talk to her about like, I don't talk to her uh, about her very much because, you know, that's, she asked me not to talk mm-hmm. about her. But uh, I think most people know she went into the Navy. Um, she's now part of a, 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 let me see, it's a maritime helicopter strike group. So she's air crew uh, in a helicopter doing uh, search and rescue and uh, shooting the warfare. fuck out of stuff, man, with a big gun. Yeah, so if you think of the Navy as being the tip of the spear, you know, she's the first uh, aircraft that goes off the helicopter before anybody else. A, to look for trouble. and The first helicopter to go off the... Let's say an aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so her her job's air rescue is like rescue, but also go find find threats and and do that whole thing. So, yeah, she's kind of out there doing uh, at the tip of the spear. But anyway, if you've been thinking about Jake, I don't talk about her Mm -hmm. a lot. but she's doing great. She's living her dream. She says she's uh, with the people she should be with doing what she feels like she's meant to do. So our little adrenaline junkie motorcycle crasher uh, is living her dream, you know, uh, doing her thing for a country. But uh, yeah, you know, when you uh, use your political votes and power, think about kids like Jake and they're all awesome. Uh, they're all out there doing this day in and day out. So don't and wield them lightly. Yeah. You, you know, if, if I could weigh in, Jim, I mean, America is a wonderful country to live in. Canada is a wonderful country to live in. Britain, Australia, these are great places. And, you know, Memorial Day is a time that we should all take a few minutes out of our lives and remember that a lot of people fought for the freedoms that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And we yep. should never take that for granted. Yeah, yeah, a ton of like people. To, yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to uh, recognize uh, my one grandfather, who was the one who wrote the uh, press release for the attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941. Oh, uh, oh that's for, cool. For the Navy Department. And uh, my other grandfather, who helped uh, liberate and uh, rebuild Europe after World War II. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Cheers. And, and Jim, I wanted to um, say, you know, Jake, she's... She's yeah, she's she's learned a lot, but she's also learned how to rescue people and she's been giving you some good advice and you recently added something to your medic bag to carry on the motorcycle. Oh. You wanna share funny. that? Yeah, me and Jake have these me and Jake have these great daddy daughter conversations like stack body, sweetheart, and how's your aim, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I said, Hey, here's my here's my adventure first aid kit and it's fairly small and compact and thoughtful. 
Um, it's a lot of like, you know, kind of trauma dressings, things like that. And simple things, band-aids, tape, uh, emergency blanket, you know, in case you have shock or whatever. And she goes, looks good, Papa, but uh, add two things. And I'm like, interesting, because don't forget she and Emma gets this. I mean, she gets, she had the, I got shot down behind enemy lines training and I got to live in the woods with a Marine for a week and get blah, blah, blah. So she said, add a single mirror. So a mirror, like, like, say you tumble off a trail, but you go down a ravine and you're stuck. You can mirror to signal with. Exactly. I blinded the fuck out of my neighbors the other day. It works. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) <laughs> at nighttime, it was at nighttime. Even. Um, uh, but the other thing was a combat tourniquet. Um, so for if you're having major blood loss, because I figure if you're on the trail, something that can happen that you can control is blood loss. You know, if someone breaks their hip, if they break their back, if they break their head open, what are you going? There's only so much you can do. Um, but you know, bleeding you can control. So it was a, a CAT tourniquet, is what it's called, and uh, it was super effective. But uh, yeah, so Jakey said she taught me how to use it. And, right. Oh, her her other tip was in her in her new military language was hilarious. I was talking about like my backpack and my little Garmin and Reach Mini. She goes, well, whatever you fucking have, if that fucking shit has a buckle or a clip, you fucking buckle or clip that shit. Because if you go flying down a hill and you don't have that shit buckled, it's gonna come flying off and you're gonna get fucked. I was like, oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> That's language now. The simplest tourniquet, a lot of bandages come in a loop. So all you have to do is just pick a loop that goes over the largest part of you, which is probably your thigh, and you just need a little wooden or plastic stick, maybe six inches long. You just loop it through and get twisting. Yep. And like Jake said, and I always asked her how long, yeah, do you have to open it or close it? Yeah. And she's like, no, once you crank that fucker down, she's like, you keep it closed. You write a T on their forehead if you have a marker in the time and you just crank down. (laughs) Even if they're screaming in pain, she's like, you crank down on it. Exactly. I feel right now, Jim, we should be exchanging cat videos. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, there's your guy. Okay. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so, uh, knock uh, back to you since you had your your crash, and I said, mm-hmm. y- you know, you got checked out, and they checked your head, everything was okay because I was thinking that might have explained things, but no, <laughs> no, uh, my head was fine. I think it was actually the second thing to hit the ground. Mm. Um, but, big balls first. I guess. I, I guess you're just <laughs> you're, born you're, this you really way. Broke the ball. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I turned into a I turned into a crumple zone. That's what happened. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. You know how wow. it's in a car? It's like the front portion of it. On the bike, that's totally you. Hey, knock, knock. So I have a serious question. Like, let's say if you weren't wearing the gear you were, um, like mm-hmm. if you were just wearing like jeans and a jacket. Like, what does your gear do? Or like, what is your helmet? Did it get beat up or anything? Oh yeah, it's like uh, there's a giant gash uh, on the helmet uh, on the temple. It was uh, it was hard and it was the, co- the the impact was so abrasive enough that it like tore out the the visor mounting system. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, and I think if I didn't have uh, a jacket, I would have gotten way yeah way more abrasions. Obviously, uh, 
my knee pads did great. I have these hard uh, dirt bike knee pads that I wear underneath my jeans. And I think if I would have wore sneakers, I would have fully tacoed my my foot, or yeah. at least like made it more severe. Right. Dude, if I was there and I, because I saw you, you know, you saw that you hit your head, I would have pulled out the tourniquet. I would have put it around your neck just to save you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have taken his wallet. <laughs> and keep twisting no matter how much he's gurgling. And Mark, <laughs> I actually went, I want to let you know, not that today I went looking for chicken tikka masala for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite Indian was closed because of the Rona. Yeah, and I does not introduce yeah. you to eating Trader Joe's chicken tikka masala. So at some stage, I will find you decent chicken tikka masala and bring it over. Well, so I'm I'm doing actually pretty decent right now, and I'm like mobile enough, and I've sorted out to a point where I can still cook for myself, and that's, that's what I have on the stove there. right now. So yeah. How are you getting around, Nock? Because you oh, don't- I'm at home. I'm not really I'm having stuff delivered to me for the most part, but like I don't have anything uh, you know major that I have to do anytime soon. So you're right. handling you're it well. down the stairs, okay? Huh? You're getting up and down the stairs, okay? No, I haven't left my apartment in like two <laughs> days. Oh, okay. I haven't right. taken a dump yet because I'm on the uh, on some uh, narcos right now. Oh, and I'm, thank uh, you. I thank you. Yeah, green well, tea. Yeah, yeah, like I guess I'm expecting to uh, drop off a telephone pole of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know this is recorded conversation, right? Good, good thing you know a plumber. Yeah. You know. Oh my yeah. god! Oh right. My god. <laughs> hey, um, and then now you guys are making me hungry, so I want to wrap this up. But before I do, I want to say congratulations to Charlie. We mentioned last week that he rebuilt his engine, put it in the bike, and it started. So that was great. But the, today, cool. as Emma said, the fact that for the first time ever, he re-spoke a wheel, got it done, put it on the bike, rode it around, and took the bike home. Congratulations, Charlie. That was a good job. Oh, he did it at the garage because he sent me the yeah, photos of it. Mm-hmm. Nice, Yeah. Dude. He put the tire on by himself. He did all of that. So, he, yeah, he did a good job. And yeah. Every time I popped in there, he was there. We had to drill the hub because the spokes were a considerably larger diameter, mm. very heavy-duty mm. spokes. So mm. we actually had to drill the hub. Yeah, that happens, huh? Yeah. yeah. So good job, Charlie. Yeah, so we had a good day in the garage. I think that's a big success when somebody is able to use all the resources here and to get a bike back on the road. We had a few other people uh, visit, um, but, uh, you know, we do have space here if somebody needs to come work on a bike. Also, if there's anyone local who needs gear, we have been fortunate enough to have a lot of people donate gear, but because the the schools are closed, we haven't been getting any new riders sent our way, and we are overflowing with really good gear. So if there's anyone who's in need, meaning you don't have the resources, um, come on down and visit us. We might have something to fit you. Um, if I could give a good big shout out to Rob Talbot of mm-hmm. Talbot Museum, he donated some beautiful high end gear, very very nice gear. Is nice. we're gonna look for the person for the perfect home for it, but beautiful gear. There's more to come. Very very generous man. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, Rob Talbot, he's aces. Yeah, and hopefully, um, uh, hopefully the schools will be opening up soon. Uh, you know. I- I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I haven't talked to Isaac to see if he's back at work yet, but um, I know everyone is going stir crazy out there. And for people who are on stay in shelter orders, I mean, just try and be smart about it. Like I said, I don't want to be a hypocrite because Jim and I broke them, but we were very mindful of the reasons why they're in place and mindful that we're not making stops, that we're not being a large group, that we're riding the outside, riding it easy, taking it easy, but still getting out and getting that, that exercise that we needed. And I just urge everyone to do the same um, on in anything that you're doing. Just Please be safe. We will get through this, but it's going to take a long time. Yeah, just avoid the big crowds. Keep with as few people as possible, and that'll help you stay safe. Yeah, I was actually surprised on our ride. Jim mentioned when we went through uh, Trace Pinos, there's a restaurant there, and it has outdoor dining, and every table was full with people sitting at tables, no masks. Yes, it's outdoors, but still, yeah. you're not even supposed well, to be sitting at tables. You know? yeah, the other thing I noticed, and we mentioned we were rolling through Hollister, a couple of those bikes, uh, I think, were patch guys. You know, those are, those are patch guy bikes. So, anyway, whatever that means. Yeah, so just be safe. And um, doctor's orders, get a project bike. That's what I'm going to say. Get an AMA membership and a project bike. That's everyone's assignment to do your part. Well, I'm I hope we get to pick years up then. a project bike. Huh? What? Say that again, Jim. Liza, with, with your permission, yeah. could I say something? Yes, go ahead. Um, yeah, and I didn't mean to cut off Jim. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, we all do it. Yeah. Um, I just, um, uh, because I got this format, uh, we were talking about Memorial Day, and i just like to mention my friend uh, uh, Robert Black, uh, who passed away a couple years ago. Oh, sorry to hear um, that. He, yeah. um, he uh, served in the National Guard, uh, did two tours in Iraq, but before that, he was in the Marine Reserves, and he was with me. He was one of my corporals when I was acting platoon sergeant. And uh, heck, I even stood at his wedding, you know. So um, I just want to say a word for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those guys, people you meet, men or women, that you can trust with your life. And uh, he passed away two years ago, and I just want to uh, just say God bless to him. And, and also... Uh, not please get well uh, as mm. showing my, my little crutch here. Wow. Um, Thank you. Um, I didn't get into an accident. Mine was a uh, um, uh, long story short. The doctor called it a minor stroke and that's not fun, but, um, uh, uh, but uh, uh, I hope that thank you so much for the show. And uh, thank you for letting me talk about Bob uh, for a few moments. Thank you again. Yeah, no, thanks, Simon. This is yeah. the weekend to do it because yeah, Bob thank you for sharing. Is one of many. It's it, you know, it's it. I don't even want to use the cliche, but freedom ain't free. And this is the weekend to remember that and pay our respects for those who've gone before. So, yeah, like, Bob, yeah, I salute you. And thank. Thank you, Ivan, yeah. for sharing that. And like Emma said, we—it's like our generations—we don't understand the, the how many people have given, and each person is so important. Like Ivan just said, each single person is so valuable, and so many people have died. It's just yeah. So it's definitely a weekend not to just go barbecue and shit like that, but you know, yeah. be thoughtful about 
about where we live and, and, and the joys we have. So, and, yeah, thanks, Ivan. I'll give a quick shout here's out. To, uh, here's to Mr. Black, huh? There you go. Cheers, man. Cheers, Cheers. Man. I'll give a quick shout out to Rose, who stopped by the garage uh, right before we recorded. She had just uh, was finishing up her Rolling to Remember ride on. Oh, Rever. fantastic! So she participated right in that. Um, yeah, if you recall. Um, Rolling to remember, I mean, for for veterans, especially bringing attention to suicide. And I heard a statistic, I believe, that more veterans have committed suicide in last month than they did last year. I want to say. Wow. It's. I may be wrong on those numbers, but it's it's a tragically high number. So let's take a moment, just you know, to think about all the vets out there, especially the riders. And that's why I say, if you need to ride go do it. If right. that's what you need for mental health, go do it. Don't turn it into a social event, but get out there with your bike and ride and, do, and just be safe. And, and if you know of it, whether they ride or not, and you haven't checked in for a while, just kind of check in and say hi, because what's doing a lot of people in now is the, is the sheer isolation. And the lives we lead now We've got the misfits, but for those that don't, you know, it's, sometimes it can be quite a lonely life. So if you know anybody, just check in and just say hi and how are you doing and can I get you anything? Something as simple as that can, be, can mean everything. Yeah, I just want to say, too, to anybody out there who was you know, on social media, Thank you for uh, showing up and helping me out. Uh, I, the community just kind of, it just like sprang to life and I am around good company and I'm stoked that you guys are there with, for me and thank you. So, you know, yeah. I was trying to organize a moto caravan to uh, <laughs> escort you home from the hospital, but, but that would have been awesome. Hey, I knock, know. get well, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank so you. I think I think on that note, yeah, let's wrap it up. And yeah, in closing, just say not get better. Yeah, thanks, guys. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you, Ivan and Sheila and everyone else for, for joining us. Um, remember, yeah, you, can go to, joining us, you can go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com. Thanks for having me. And I'm still working on the website, but you're going to find uh, a lot of good pictures and stuff there. And also you can go there and you can email us. You can still use RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com or you can go to the Contact Us page. And some people are using that. Um, and I think I think that's it, right? Right. Yeah. Jim, what are you doing now? Well, you don't want to know. Probably <laughs> <laughs> oh, taking his pants off. You want to see? I think, uh, is, you see? Are you peeing? What is happening? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, keep talking, Liza. Keep talking. So this is exactly why when I released the Zoom video last week and Knox like, yo, you didn't edit it because I left in the before the intro and then after because we're, everyone is such a goofball and I just wanted people to see what it's like <laughs> that even when we're not putting, putting on a show, we're putting on a show. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I'm going to take that opportunity to say thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Liza. Emma Dolly. This is Doc. Bingo. This is Ivan. Jim. Jim, son. <laughs> and we are out of here. Cool, cool, cool. cool. cool.